Okay, we've come to the fun part of podcasting. Right, because none of it was before. Of course it was. Um, but for a designer, especially like myself, this is kind of the fun part because this is where we kind of visually brand your podcast so that it stands out, gets people clicking on your podcast when they search. How do we make a great podcast cover art? Let's find out and roll the titles. Brand my podcast. This is a show for podcasters to start your podcast with confidence and G'day and welcome back to Brand My Podcast. This is Frank, as always, as your host of this show. And we are at episode 10. Come on. Woo. And I'm enjoying this thoroughly, creating this show for you as a budding podcaster or maybe as a seasoned pro that just likes to hear someone talk shop about what they're interested in as well. It's a big reason why I listen to a lot of podcasts myself of that kind of nature. So, a couple of things. Firstly, from last episode, uh, you might have heard, if you were listening to it, you might have heard that I had a lot of plosives. So, doing the whole P's into the, the, the microphone here makes a little popping sound. A little bit distracting. I don't know if it was for you, but for me listening back, I was like, ugh. Though, as well, I've had to re-record this episode because I'm still trying to figure out this pod mic. It's a very different microphone to the uh, the Blue Yeti microphone that I have. Um, this was much more naturally sounding. To get this the same similar way for the pod mic uh, is proving to be a bit of a challenge for me. It, it's really stretching my knowledge of audio, but it's all part of the fun for me at least. So... Do bear with me as I tweak settings here and there. Hopefully it becomes a better audio experience for you as well as learning some things along the way and having some takeaway points. All right, now let's kick into the episode cover art. Your podcast cover art is one of those things that people are going to remember you for. Especially as visual creatures, for the most part, we are looking for something that stands out on the shelf. I don't care what anyone says about we judge, we don't or shouldn't, judge a book by its cover when it comes to podcasts i think a lot of the time it can especially when someone stumbles across your podcast so when someone does type in those keywords that you've chosen magically in that podcast episode we talked about earlier about picking a name that is suitable to what it is you're talking about but including some key words that people can search for and yours comes up let's say for branding I have a podcast called Branding Banter. Someone types in branding, it might just come up for them. What are they then greeted with? The choice of the podcasts that come up and that cover art. What do they choose? The one that they most like the look of. In most cases, I know some people aren't that picky, but as a visual person, as a designer, that's what I'm looking for just for my own aesthetic, personal kind of taste. Um, but your audience might not be as, as picky, obviously. Now, podcast cover art comes in all shapes and sizes. That's a total lie. Um, it, it comes in a square. You basically got a square canvas to work with to capture attention, to communicate what it is your podcast is or about or who you might be, depending on what you put on there. 
But at the end of the day, it's really just an identification tool, just like a logo would be for a business. We just want to make sure that our listeners can recognize us from, you know, a really small little thumbnail to make sure it's us, or it can tell them a little bit, give them a little bit of an insight into what the podcast might be about if they are just discovering you. Now, the big reason why we want to get our podcast cover art right, especially the first time, is that we probably only have like milliseconds. But I'd like to give it, you know, our, our listeners a bit more credit, a bit more time to digest what we've got to offer. And let's say three seconds. One, two, three. That's not a lot of time for someone to make a judgment on whether or not to listen to your podcast. Sure, they can click in and find out a bit more about what the show's about in your description for your show, but that podcast cover art can make or break it, just like a book on a bookshelf. Okay, so I'm going to say that we have three seconds really to play with here. Um, one second per key consideration I'm going to give you here of what makes a great podcast cover art. Something to think about when you're designing your podcast cover, especially because it's the same key considerations that I'm typically thinking about when branding a business for my clients. So we're going to attribute one second per key consideration. The first second is for color. The second second, I didn't really think that through. The second second is for type. And the third second is for imagery. I'll get into each of them. But so the first one is color. And color plays a big impact of how we recognize things from either a distance, from afar, or even the corner of our eye. It's the first thing we typically recognize in visual communication. I'll give you a couple of examples of, of where it really plays out well. The first for me is my son. Uh, we go to a particular shopping mall here in Sydney and no joke from 100 meters away, there is this distinct green color of our favorite Boost Juice bar. So that's the brand, Boost Juice. It's like a, a smoothie kind of place. It's just in the middle of a shopping center. It's not one of the main stalls on either side. But amongst the sea of all different colors, this green stands out. And he can recognize it from 100 meters away. He's a three-year-old. But he was doing this at two years old. And I filmed him once doing it. And I was like, wow, that's, that's some serious power of color association. So that if you become a saturated player in someone's mind, you grab that little one brain cell that they have that attributes your podcast to that color. And they see you in other different places on your social media or your email list or your website. It's going to be ingrained in them so that every time they see that color, they think of your podcast. Isn't that a great association to have? I, I have it even more so with my own brand, um, G'day Frank, and obviously brand my podcast is an extension of that, you know, with the pink, is that every time someone sees a pink colored object, like the other day it was someone saw a uh, a slippery when wet sign that was pink and just said, hey, this reminded me of you. I'm like, I hope it was for the pink and not for the slippery when wet part. But that color by association, if you have it ingrained in someone's mind, they're going to think of you, you're going to be top of mind. So there's some great benefits to having a great color choice for your podcast, especially if it plays out in other different touch points across the way that you market your podcast. Now, the other part to color is obviously differentiation. So, or distinctively standing out amongst others like you. So that if you're, 
so that if you have a marketing podcast, let's say, and all the different other marketing podcasts, you know, typically have a blue or a green or a yellow color involved in their podcast cover art. It's incumbent on you to, to decide whether or not you want to blend in and fit the mold or differentiate. By differentiating, you're standing out. So in a sea of, let's say, blue, and you decide to pick red, boom, you're instantly standing out from the rest. It's typically not the case so much in podcasts because they're quite varied, but do a bit of research. See what your competitive um, players out there in your podcast niche are and find a way to stand out with color. But then when choosing a color, you might think, what color do I choose? It might really seem obvious, but there are some colors that just associate well with the genre of your topic. Case in point, if you had a gardening podcast, it would be most <laughs> likely that you're going to choose green. And that's what your listeners are probably looking for is that color association that fits the profile of what it is you're talking about. If it's a medical podcast, maybe blues and those aqua kind of teal colors would be appropriate. If it's a high energy kind of fitness one, maybe real electric blues or reds or yellows. So I hope you get the point there about color. There's so many different facets to this and it there's a lot of psychology behind it, but try and keep it as simple as possible. Stick to one to three, I'm going to say at most, colors. Don't go beyond that. And I'm going to say this as well, that white and black aren't colors. So you can add that in addition to your one to three colors. Now, the second one is your title design of what fonts and typefaces you use. A font is one font in a family of a typeface. There's a bit of design learning for you. I'm sorry to bore you to tears with that little tiny tidbit. But what we want to do there is pick a font that is appropriate to the title of your podcast. That's the first consideration there, that if you do have something that is a more of a modern, kind of maybe a tech type of show, choose a cleaner font. You don't have to go all digital with like looking kind of fonts, like a countdown timer type of, you know, Jack Bauer blowing it, like stopping a bomb kind of timer. If it's about tech, like picking something that's more modern rather than something that has what you call serif. So there's little bits at the ends of the letter shapes and, and forms. But if it was more something that was about uh, a period kind of drama, so, you know, back in the day, kind of like an Agatha Christie type of thing is having a serif font would be more appropriate there. The other thing with font choice is legibility. So given that a thumbnail for a podcast can typically sometimes be very small, especially if it's on someone's phone, we want them to be able to recognize and read what it says. Because if it's too hard to read, then someone's not really going to understand what it is and they might just gloss past it. So we want to try and make that as evident and legible as we can. So my, my biggest tip there is keep it simple. Unless you're a designer, you know what you're kind of doing. Keep it simple. Um, don't go too crazy with your font choice and just keep it nice and clean rather than real jumbled up or, or all different colors of fonts and all the rest of it. Just try and keep it nice and clean. And then the third one is imagery. Now, imagery can, can cover a wide gamut of things. The main ones that you typically see, though, with a podcast is either a photograph of the host or hosts or an illustration of the hosts. 
you might typically also have a, a more graphic kind of style of background or, or objects. That's okay. It really depends on what kind of podcast you have. And it can be some subject matter that might be easily identifiable to your niche of audience. And I'll get into an example of what I mean by that. But typically, if you want to include an image as well, faces really help connect with your listener. They see that person's face of, you know, they see your face, let's say. They know instantly who they're going to be listening to. And again, we judge a book by its cover in that sense. So if, you, if, you, if you're not all that uh, keen on sharing your face on your podcast, you have a voice for radio type of thing, I'm not going to say you're ugly, but if you're not comfortable with putting your face on it, there's no necessity to do so. But, you know, a, a picture tells a thousand words, they say. So including a photo of yourself isn't a bad idea at all, especially to begin with so that people can associate and put a, uh, a face to the name or to the voice, should I say. So if putting up a photo isn't quite up your alley, that's totally okay. You do have other options or you can even have someone illustrate a caricature of yourself. I see a lot of podcasts popping up with that kind of style of like, it's really fun, especially if the tone of your show is quite lighthearted. On the flip side though, if your tone of your show is a little bit deeper, a little bit more serious, um, it might be like a murder mystery type of thing um, or a recount of a, you know actual events that are quite serious subject matter, then picking imagery that is tonally appropriate so that people instantly understand what kind of vibe your show is. If it's bright and colorful and, and beautiful and, and you know floral and everything, you get the vibe of what your show is going to be about. So picking some imagery that is applicable, just the same as your font choice, just the same as your colors, is something to really keep in mind there. Now there's one quick little tidbit here that I want to cover because it might be something that you're wondering whether or not you should do this. So when you set up your podcast and you choose your hosting provider, they ask you to upload your cover art. And typically that cover art is applied to every single episode uh, when you upload a new episode. But some hosting providers allow you to attribute a, a selective podcast cover art for that specific episode that you upload. So it could be a custom one with an image of the guests that you have on or their name or something specific about the subject matter of what you're talking about in that episode to customize it. So that way, when it comes up on Spotify or Apple, there's a custom bit of artwork that's relevant to what is being talked about or who you're talking to. Whether or not you should do this or not is totally up to you. It doesn't make too much difference. But what I would say, though, is that there's the one consideration I have is consistency and identifiably drilling that podcast cover out of yours into their mind so that when they see it appear in different other places, especially on, let's say, if you have a, uh, a guest opportunity on someone else's podcast, so you're a guest on their show and they share your podcast cover art and some of their marketing maybe, or you feature on a blog somewhere, you keep that cover art consistent so that people see that and they're not confused by a separate uh, individualized podcast cover art for a particular episode. It's not to say don't do it either. Uh, personally, it's not something I do. What I do instead though is customize how I market my cover art. 
So with two red chairs, I add a little circle with the guest's face and their name and use that to mark it on Instagram or on my email newsletter or on LinkedIn and customize it that way. So that way that person that's looking on social media knows who it is that I'm talking with and then they can click through and then they can you know listen to the podcast episode. So that's that little tidbit I just wanted to share there because it's it's a question that does pop up from time to time and you'll probably wonder whether or not you should just use the same podcast cover art for every episode or, or change it up. So it's totally up to you. Now, if, if you're a designer, you, you know how to design this stuff. Photoshop, it could be Illustrator, it could be Adobe XD, whatever you want to use to create your cover art, go for it. All it needs to be is a JPEG or PNG image. Don't make it too big in terms of resolution. It doesn't need to be all that big. Uh, most podcast hosting providers will advise you what size to make it. It's typically anything bigger than a thousand by a thousand pixels. Now, if you are not a designer, you have two options here. One is I'm going to spruik here my own service. If you head to brandmypodcast.com, you can check out my services there. I do offer podcast cover art design as a service. So I would be happy and I would love to create your cover art. But if you'd like to do it yourself, it's just as achievable and you could use a program or it's an online tool, should I say, called Canva. So if you go to canva.com, it is the simplest online tool for creating graphics for both your cover art for your podcast and even graphics for marketing your podcast on your social media. It's drag and drop. It's not a steep learning curve. They have fonts included, colors, visual elements that you could use. And it also allows you to cut out the background of an image of yourself. If you've taken a shot on, say, a plain background already and you just want to cut it out, it has an integrated tool for you to be able to do so. Now, there's a link in my recent newsletter about it if you signed up to that. But otherwise, go to canva.com and you can sign up to a free account. But there are some features that are behind a paywall. But I think it's about $150 Australian a year. So pretty affordable for something that is as powerful as it is and can help you market your podcast at the same time with some cool graphics. So that's the end of the episode there. I hope you took away something valuable from thinking about how to design some great cover art. It's not to say that you can't uh, update your cover art over time. I've done a refresh of my podcast cover arts in the past. Now, if you want to hit me up on Instagram and connect with me there, there's some extra content in addition to what I put out in this podcast. If you go to at Frank on Instagram, you can find me there or find out more information about connecting with me to maybe work together to help you get your podcast up and running at brandmypodcast.com. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please leave a like and uh, a like, I think it is. No, it's a subscribe and leave a review. If you like what you've heard in today's episode or any episode prior, would really appreciate that, sharing that love and hopefully helping others discover this podcast at the same time. Until the next episode, Episode 11, lucky 11, that's my favorite number. I will see you then. And this is actually the last full episode that you'll see on YouTube if you're watching on here. In the future, I'm going to make more cut down kind of versions on YouTube, but the podcast audibly will stay just the same for you each and every week. Until then, see you next time.